This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's time for a one-of-a-kind poker party. Poker Night in America is streaming live from Studio 52 in Las Vegas. Join us nightly at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as some of the biggest names in poker play in the ultimate house game. Watch on the Poker Night in America channel on YouTube and Twitch or go to PokerNight.com. Poker Night in America is back and ready to party. Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome back to the Bet Rivers Network for another edition of our Champions League Betting Weekly podcast, a cracking round of fixtures to come once again. As ever, I'm your host, Harry Simu, and I'm delighted to say that I'm joined uh, by first up, Steve Wiss. How are you, mate? It's been a while since we've spoken. How's it going? I'm good, thanks, uh, Harry. I'm kind of relieved to be back on this show because I had a bit of a shocker. The first time I was on, I think I lost uh, terrible, minus two and a half units. I, I know you put a good word in for me, though, so... Uh... Glad to be back on. Good to have you. Good to have you, mate. Uh, Nigel Seeley also joins us. Uh, Mr. Bet Rivers himself. How's it going? Well, I finally give in to all those emails begging for uh, Steve to come back. Uh, <laughs> inundated with them. We spoke, we, we spoke about stalker fans just a minute ago for, off air about people, you know, strange people I've met along the way. Well, the Steve Wiss uh, inbox has been blocked because the amount of time said, please let me, give me another chance, Nigel. Give me another chance, Nigel. So this is it. This is it. This is one and only chance. If he doesn't, if he doesn't do the good to uh, Harry, it's me, you, and uh, uh, that, that guy you saw sitting next to you at the Emirates yesterday. <laughs> let's, uh, let's uh, kick off then. Let's go straight into some of those picks. Let's start with you, Nigel. Sure. Um, Champions League. Uh, Maccabi Haifa against Juventus is a game that interests you. Well, it doesn't really interest me in terms of why aren't we watching it. <laughs> well, it interests me in terms of betting. I mean, there's a lot of games here. I mean, we've got. So I think this the Champions League now hits a really interesting time. Uh, after three after three games, four games in, I think this this is the time when I used to work in the spread betting game where everyone used to say, right, the goals are up now. Everything things have become important. Games become exciting. Uh, the, the beginning, everyone's a bit cautious, a bit cagey because they're thinking to themselves, let's really not not see who, um, you know, how we how we stand. But now some teams have really got to go for it. They've got to go all out to get the win. They've got to go out for qualification. So it's really important. So the game plan changes slightly. So one thing about Maccabi Haifa is that they're always very offensive. If you look at their XGs, you look at their form, they only know one way to play and that is attack. Uh, their XG in, in their last two Champions League games against uh, Paris Saint-Germain and Juventus in the, the match, which they, they both lost 3-1, but they did produce some good numbers. They had chances. They, they, did, they scored in both of those games, and they probably could have scored more. And I think it's at the stage now where Maccabi Haifa got to say, you know what, we've got to go for it. We've got to, we've really got to go for it. If, if, we don't, if we don't get anything from this game, we're going to go out, and let's try to get that third place and get in the Europa League. And it's not a bad time to play Juventus. Because Juventus aren't anywhere near the Juventus sides that we've seen over the years defensively. I mean, I think the centre half partnership is over with me and Steve. You know, that's they're, they're getting on a bit. 
So I I think this is a really, really good time to get at them and have a right go at them. I don't think Maccabi Haifa have it in them to, to, to beat them. But their their goal ratio, I mean, in, in domestically, I know it's the only year's radio league, which is, isn't the greatest league in Europe, but they're 50 plus 52 goal difference, scoring an incredible amount of goals. At the weekend, they didn't score, though, which was which is a bit of a concern. But I can see why, because the league is pretty much wrapped up. They're going to concentrate. And if you look at the team, they didn't put out their strongest of the lineup. A lot of players are on the bench that will participate in this game. But I feel that um, this game's got goals in it. I really do. I think it's that stage now in the Champions League where both teams have got to go all out attack, try to get the, the win, try to get automatic qualification. And if they don't get the, the automatic qualification, try to get that vital third place that you get into the Europa League. So for me here, the best bet in this game is uh, both teams to score yes, which has been a winner in the last two games that uh, Maccabi Haifa have played uh, at home to, uh, sorry, away at Juventus and at home to Paris Saint-Germain. I think they'll score again. And we're going for both teams to score, yes, minus 125. I think that's a great bet. That's the best price in the industry with Bet Rivers. And I don't expect it to last long. So if you do want to have a bet, take it now. Indeed, make sure you jump on that one. Nice and sharpish. Uh, let's come to you, Steve. Um, you've gone with the Napoli and Ajax game. And the first one, uh, was obviously a cracker if you're a Napoli supporter. Uh, plenty of goals. And I've got a feeling you're going to tell us that you think there might be some more this time around. Yeah, I'm kind of playing this one uh, a little bit safe. I'm taking an over three goal line at uh, minus 139. Not the best price in the world, but it's not the worst price either. So if we, all we need is three goals here to get at least the stakes back. But hopefully there'll be a lot more. And just got to look back to last week's game. 6-1 win for uh, for Napoli against uh, Ajax and um, 3.68 XG in that game. So it was kind of legitimate. They are scoring goals for fun um, everywhere, both domestically and in Europe. Um, It's an incredible uh, run of form. 35 goals scored in 12 uh, competitive matches this season, but they've only kept four clean sheets as well. So I don't think it's a defence that you particularly can rely on, but offensively, um, they've got the the Georgian uh, nicknamed Kvaradona. He's... um, Six goals and six assists for him. We know Raspadori's been on fire. There's even a chance that Victor Osiman could be back fit for this game, at least on the bench. Not that they need him because they've been brilliant um, without him. And um, just look at some of that. I'm just looking at some of the XGs in, in the Champions League. 3.95 at home to Liverpool. That's incredible. I mean, they absolutely battered them that game. Um, we know their home stadium is very much a fortress. I'm expecting to win the game. But I prefer the goals because Ajax have got to come swinging here, in my opinion. You know, look at the the stage of the group and um, they need to try and get something out of this game. And I don't think they're a side that know how to defend themselves. Uh, at the same time, though, they've always got plenty of goals in them. Now, uh, Dusan Tadic will be suspended for this game after the red card last week. I don't think he's as important as he once was for them. I remember there was a time he got... I think a 10 out of 10 rating from Lekeep in Madrid. That was uh, quite a few years ago now, though. But um, I think both teams can contribute. I think there's at least three goals. And over three at minus 139, uh, you could be a bit more aggressive if you wanted to be. You could take maybe over three and a half goals. But I think I'm just going into my shell a little bit here. Take the sensible approach. At least three goals, minus 139. That looks a pretty safe selection to me. Nice one. Uh, let's come back to Nigel. Uh, Borussia Dortmund take on Sevilla. Borussia Dortmund were in a, involved in a really big game at the weekend in the Bundesliga. Um, I think you fancy them here, Nigel. Yeah, I do. If you watched the, the reverse fixture last week, Borussia Dortmund absolutely produced an absolute devastating offensive show to beat them 4-1. 
Um, I think that Seville, though, created chances in that game. Um, obviously, since then, uh, they've sat their manager. Uh, Sampali's in charge now for the second time in Seville. And I think Seville will look at this game and think to himself, you know what? We're not going to qualify. We're, they're not going to qualify from this group. Um, it's going to be Borussia Dortmund and, and Manchester City. Borussia Dortmund have probably played their best in the Champions League, and they probably played their best in the Champions League for, for the last two, two or three seasons, really, when you think about how well they've done historically in this competition. They've always played second fiddle domestically to Bayern Munich. And I feel that um, Seville might, it might be a good time to play Seville because I think Seville think to himself, let's, let's, let's concentrate, beat Copenhagen, get into the Europa League and start our season again. And we know how good they are in the Europa League, don't we? They've, they've got such a fantastic record on it. So I think for them, it's a rebuilding process with a new manager. He doesn't want to, he doesn't want to like go involved, get involved in a, in, a, in, in win, win a few games in the Champions League. And they're not going to get, they're not going to qualify. So don't put don't don't exert all your effort into this game. You're not going to win it. You're not going to qualify. So big tactical here. Get yourself out of trouble domestically. Get yourself moving up the table, and give yourself a chance of doing well in 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 the Europa League. And it wouldn't surprise me to see Seville doing really well in the Europa League. You know, we've said about their their record in that competition. But for Dortmund, I think that they they've got so much attacking flair. They've got so many goals, and at home that they're, they're 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 very very good. I mean, they've only lost one game at home this season, but that was a high scoring game. But they scored two goals in that game. If you look at their xGs, they're very very high, and I think it's a good time to play Seville in this competition because I feel that they won't really be too interested in it. Uh, people might turn around and say, well, "Well, Dortmund might be happy for a draw," but if you watch the last game, it was a four one game. It could have been six three. It was that kind of game. There were so many chances. Uh, really, really end-to-end. Seville probably should have scored more than the one they did do. But to go to Seville and win 4-1, you know, uh, just a, you know, a, few, a week a week back and then take them back to Dortmund after the after the draw against uh, Munich at the weekend, the confidence must be high at uh, Dortmund. So I'm going to go for Dortmund minus one here. Uh, the odds are... I haven't got the odds in front. I think, I think they're minus one. Is it minus one ten? I can't remember exactly what it was. It'd be on your sheet. But I think uh, uh, Dortmund... Minus one twenty. Minus one twenty. So I'm going to go for uh, Dortmund minus one, minus one at minus one twenty. Which means obviously, if Dortmund win the game, uh, it's a push. Uh, if Dortmund win by two, but I think Seville have got much bigger fish to fry domestically. They're in a relegation battle at the moment that the league table will tell you. And I think it's about guess get them, get themselves into the Europa League, beat Copenhagen in their matches, get into that third place, and then start again. So. For me, Dortmund minus one, minus 120. I'm going to stick with you, Nigel, because you've got sure. more picks than Steve. So the order is going to go a little bit funny. But you've got another bet that involves another Bundesliga club, also involves uh, Scottish champions Celtic as well. Yeah, um, this is this is a bet that you, we all know how good Celtic are at home in European football. I mean, away from home, you, they're the one team you want to fade. But at home, you you want to get with them. Um, and I feel this is the time to get with them. I, I don't see them losing this, or, or, or I, don't, I don't see them. I, don't, I think it could possibly be a high-scoring draw. I think the crowd will get behind Celtic. I think Celtic will really, really give it everything they've got in this game to try. Unlike Seville, I think that Celtic will believe they still got a chance. It's still a tight group. They could win this game and then put themselves in a the chance to get to get through automatically. Uh, the last game against Leipzig, they got beat in Germany. But there was Celtic played well, created chances, a lot of chances. They didn't convert them, but it was a good end-to-end game before Celtic scored, uh, Leipzig scored late on. I think the, role, the roles will be reversed here. I think Leipzig might come with a different mentality. 
and try to think, okay, let's just, let's just to try to avoid a defeat here. But I think the onus will be on Celtic to attack. I think they will attack. I don't think they'll get beat. Um, and I'm going to go here for a Celtic plus half a goal, which brings in the draw as well. Uh, Leipzig, I just, just for me, I think that this is a this is a game that they concede a lot of goals in European football. They concede a lot of goals on the road, and I feel that um, Celtic, with the atmosphere behind them, could get to them. Um, we saw last year when they went to Rangers, didn't they? Last year in the uh, in the Europa League, and they got beat when we we actually bet them I, I, at that time. I thought they could go on and win the Europa League, but they found. Rangers are really, really tough place to go and, and, and folded under the pressure. And I feel that going to Celtic in a must-win game for Celtic, I don't see Celtic um, getting beat here. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't have a high conviction on Celtic winning the match. But from the evidence of last season's display against Rangers, I feel that uh, Celtic will fancy their chances and I feel that uh, the Germans could, could, could uh, fold under the pressure. So I'm going to go for um, Celtic plus a half, which brings in the draw for me. Um, I haven't got the odds in front of me, Harry. You got the front of me. I'm looking at looking around minus, to see the minus one thirty six. Minus one thirty six. There you go. So I'm going to go for for that. So I'm going to go for Celtic plus a half against Leipzig at minus one thirty six. Brilliant stuff, uh, Steve. Let's come back to you. Dinamo Zagreb against RB Salzburg. Uh, Salzburg have had a, a good start to the tournament. Yeah, this this fixture was profitable for the show last week. I think Wrighty was on um, Salzburg uh, money line to win, and uh, it delivered one nil. But it should have been by a lot more goals. Uh, I think their xG um, for Salzburg in that game was over three, three point zero nine, and uh, they were comfortably the better outfit. I saw a lot of people getting very frustrated losing goals bets and both teams to score last week. Somehow it was one of those one nils that somehow ended that way. It should have had a lot more goals. I like the goals here. I'm going to take over 2.25 goals at um, minus 143. And uh, I, I, it's a goal line I like because if two goals exactly are scored, you're only going to lose half your stake. I always like that little bit of extra insurance. I was toying between that bet and also both teams to score because this is a tough place to visit. Maximir Stadium is it's, it's one of those places in Eastern Europe where no one really is ever going to enjoy visiting. And um, the crowd can really get behind Dinamo Zagreb here. And do you know what? I think Salzburg are the slight favourites, but I wouldn't be surprised if, if Dinamo actually won the game. I think it could go either way. I think both teams are going to fancy their chances of winning. Um, because first of all, this is a very interesting group. Neither are actually out of the qualification. Uh, but also you, you're battling for third place and, and, and dropping down you know, into the Europa League. So Dino Zagreb beat Chelsea here 1-0 in the first match day. But this will be a completely different type of contest where they've got to be more offensive. They're going to be going for, for their chances in the goals more. And there's some very good players, I think, on, on both sides. I think probably the two ones that I've got to mention is uh, Mislav Orsic for Dino Zagreb. He had a fantastic run of uh, games in August, September. There was 10 matches and he scored nine goals in that period, only failed to score twice in that run. He's gone a little bit quiet recently, but it wouldn't be surprised to see him pop up with a goal here. And also everyone's talking about Benjamin Sesko, aren't they, at uh, Salzburg? And um, he's actually moving to Leipzig next summer for 21 million. That looks a fantastic buy for the German club. 19-year-old Slovenian. Uh, everyone saw that goal against Sweden in the Nations League. Heck of a talent. So I think there's actually some decent players on the field. I think both teams can contribute. The one-all draw is a little bit of a danger, but I've got some insurance with that 2.25 goal line. But I think someone's going to win this game. 2-1, um, 3-1, either way makes sense to me. Even a two-all draw can't be ruled out. The old Desmond 
Um, so it's, uh, yeah, over 2.25 goals, minus 143. Not the greatest price in the world, but it's not too bad either. A bit of value in what I think is going to be quite a good offensive game. Brilliant stuff. Uh, Nigel, let's come back to you. Uh, Rangers take on Liverpool at Ibrox. You spoke about the atmosphere expected at Celtic Park. There's probably going to be a cracking atmosphere at Ibrox too. Yeah, there will be. Um, it's going to be something that Liverpool are used to though, aren't they? I mean, they've, they've, these players have travelled all around the world playing at high-level games. Played um, at the Emirates this weekend as well. Yeah, played at the Emirates this week. And I said, it'd be nice to play in front of a good atmosphere. So um, the thing is, what I would like to say though, is I would think, honestly believe here that um, I, was, I was shocked when I looked through the prices on this game. I was actually quite surprised. I looked around, looked at the betting, and I, I how I always do this, my approach to these betting is is I do a tissue price, which basically means I, I price up the games myself, and then I have a look at how the, the bookmakers price them up. And I was really amazed that Rangers were eight to one to win this game at home. I thought eight to one was too big. I thought, you know, I see some, what some firms double odds. I thought that was a big price. Um, and then when I broke it down, obviously that means in you couldn't probably back Rangers at eight to one. You couldn't bet Rangers eight to one, but it obviously it means the Asian handicaps become a little bit, a little bit of value when you break it all down. And I saw Rangers at plus one and a half here at minus one ten, and I thought that's got to be that's got to be a bet. Um, the reason why is not really necessarily how well Rangers are doing. It's the fact that how poorly Liverpool are. Um, I think Liverpool this season have hugely missed Marnie. Absolutely missed him like you never believe. I mean, Salah's been getting the praise for the last four or five seasons, but Mane was the, the engine work for him, wasn't he? he? He provided him with all the assists. He, he did all the, a lot of the hard work for him. And, and and they're missing him so badly this side. It's incredible. Defensively, they look absolutely all over the place. They haven't won on the road this season. They were blitzed by, by uh, Napoli, weren't they? Trent Alexander-Arnold is having one of the worst spells of his career. Undoubtedly fantastic talent, but all over the place defensively. And, and the way Salah come off, he looked like he um, he had a bit of a sulk on him. He, he wasn't very happy to come in on it. To get him motivated, this game and say, okay, we're going to, we need you. He took all his offensive players off against Arsenal with, with 10 minutes to go, 15 minutes to go when they were chasing an equaliser. And I feel Liverpool have got real, real big problems. It wouldn't be surprised to me to see Klopp just walk away from here if things go bad. I mean, he's a massive price to be the next Premier League manager to go. He's the kind of bloke to just turn and say, you know what? I need to spend money. He will always blame someone else. I need to spend money. I can't get the money from the board. And I feel that Liverpool have got big, big problems. And to get Rangers plus one and a half at minus 110 with that electric atmosphere, which took them all the way through to the Europa League final, at home, it was the most incredible atmosphere there. And I feel that this is the perfect time to place Liverpool. Now, I'm not saying that you, you should rush out to bet Rangers at eight to one or, or nines or whatever you, whatever the, the line is when you when you go this. But I can't see Rangers not having chances to score. I mean, Liverpool has conceded 12 goals in their last five matches. You know, it's conceded three at home to Brighton, conceded four against Napoli, three against Arsenal. They're defensively all over the shop, so I feel this is a Rangers will really, really take it. High tempo, really get in their faces, really aggressive, and I'm not quite sure Liverpool will be able to stand up to it. So if if Rangers do score, which I I, I think they probably will, to get one and a half, it means that Liverpool have got to score three. Liverpool could, but I just feel this is a good time here, and this is a massive game for Rangers. They have to go out and they have to get something from it. The crowd will be insane, the atmosphere will be insane. 
and they're taking on a very vulnerable opponent at the moment. And I feel that plus one and a half at minus 110 is a little bit disrespectful to a side that got to the Europa League final last season. So this is more about Liverpool than this play than, than Rangers. This is more about Liverpool. You know, when this draw come out, every Rangers fan looked at this game and said, this is the game. This is the one we want. We can't wait to see them. This is the game we want. And they couldn't have picked it perfectly any better when you look at the form that Liverpool are coming into this game into. So I'm going to go for Rangers plus one and a half. Um, I think there'd be goals in it. I think it'd be really nervy for Liverpool. And I'm going to go for Rangers plus one and a half on the Asian handicap. As long as Liverpool don't win by two or more goals, uh, we win. And that is minus one ten. I love, I love that pick. I've got to say, Nigel, I, I looked at all your selections and this is the one that stood out to me. It's absolute value. And uh, I'm not usually much of a, a plus uh, underdog backer myself because I don't, I just don't have enough conquer sometimes. But I think this is a fantastic looking bet. And um, yeah, maybe it's a bit unlucky. Trent might be injured, but I actually think he is such an important player for Liverpool offensively sometimes in games like this. We saw last week he scored the free kick. So if he is missing, I think they're gonna it's gonna be a big loss on the field from a creative point of view. And it's a very tough place to go. So I, I wish you the very best with this one. Uh let's hope the old firm deliver for you in this round. Indeed. Um before we go, uh, Steve, uh, I know they're not official plays, but let's just get uh, a quick download on, on on the two French sides that are mm. in action in the Champions League as you're our French football man. Uh, PSG take on Benfica and then Marseille, of course, uh, travel to Sporting, looking to avenge a disappointing result last time out. Uh, starting with PSG, any kind of leans or thoughts uh, around these two games? Yes, I actually would have a lean towards Benfica. I'm a bit concerned about PSG right now. They, uh, I think their best player in the last few weeks has been the goalkeeper, Donnarumma. I think he's been in fantastic form. They nearly lost to Stade de Rams at the weekend. Uh, and I think, he, for me, he was man of the match. Um, Lionel Messi is ruled out officially for this game. He's injured. And he's been having a great season. So I think they're going to lack a little bit of creative spark, uh, potentially against Benfica. And Benfica have done well in this group. I've got to give him some credit. And uh, I think the, the Asian handicap line is minus one on PSG. And I think they can... I don't think Benfica are going to lose by more than a goal here. I wouldn't take that because, look, PSG, we know Mbappe, if he puts on the afterburners, they could blitz someone any day. But I would definitely lean towards the underdog. And also, the probably is the under goal line in this game because I think Benfica might make themselves hard to break down. So, yeah, a couple of strong leans, but... No official pick here, and uh, I, for those who are thinking, are oh, there an easy, easy win for PSG? I would, you know, got to think again. What about Marseille? Um, really disappointing result last time out uh, against um, a Jazz you know, at the weekend. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So shocking. How do you think they're going to? Uh, they're going to. They're going to respond against a Sporting side who they got the better of. Just, last just, time just one thing on that, that Paris Saint Germain game, um, uh, Steve. Mm. It looks to me like it's a game that. They could just carve out a little draw between the pair of them, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. Draw. I could it, see a one-all draw. I it could, just yeah. seems. It just Wait seems like they're, they're both so far the other two. They carve out mm. a little draw, get through, get a get a get a point each. Nice little result. Big games to go at the weekend. Not playing that well. Get a get a draw. I can see that game just being a like a one-one or a two-two draw, and and then putting the pressure on the other two sides in the group to try to to to. Put the you know I think I think the event this game kicks off early, doesn't it? Does the event this game I think the event this game kicks off early. It will be because of the time differences. I yeah. Think. So if um, the, so if that game if that thing I would watch that game and then determine how you would bet if the event and Mackay behind a draw, then that game looks like it's a draw all over it to me. 
I agree. I think you want to be leaning towards the underdog in that game. You could do a lot worse. And uh, in regards to, to Marseille away against Sporting, I mean, Marseille were terrible at the weekend against Ajaccio, and it makes me think they really are focusing hard now on this Champions League and putting mm. all their backs. I mean, I, I jokingly tweeted after before the Sporting game last week that Marseille are going to win all the remaining games and qualify. Um, you know, it's a good start. I wasn't that impressed with Sporting Lisbon. I, I don't think they're that brilliant. I'm not actually sure how they managed to get two wins in this group, if I'm being brutally honest. I did watch the Frankfurt Sporting game and I think on another day they could have easily lost that one. So I think Sporting are there for the taking. I quite like the goals in this game, actually, a little bit. But Marseille, um, I don't know whether it's because I am a bit of a Marseille man um, and sometimes it can cloud the mind. Don't get uh, Sometimes they don't bet on your own teams because you can be emotionally clouded. And I've got a terrible record in Marseille games this season. So no pick for me. I, I think goals, I, I could see a, like a two-all draw, to be honest, but it's a really tough one. And stuff. Um, so those are our official plays. Those are some thoughts on the French side, uh, of course, in action in this week's round of Champions League fixtures as well. Uh, anything to add from either of you before we sign off? No, just uh, obviously it's uh, we both we're both in profit. Or, well, we're all in profit in this group. This group is uh, the Champions League game is a sort of a, a contribution from everyone of the and the handicappers here, and because we win, we all get involved here and we're actually I think we're about two and a half points up I think on the on the Champions League so far this season so we're doing well uh Steve and James are absolutely setting a trail on uh league on on the on the on the, on the because we win podcast and on the bet, bet rivers network and just a thank you to everybody who keeps subscribing and keep watching all our shows uh our figures are going up and up and up and our, our subscribers are going up so a big thank you for all that and obviously, we're looking forward to the World Cup a month away with our super special we'll be filming in London. Uh, Steve has sent me his expenses for me, so I need to go through that as we as after this show and then uh, work out where he can stay. Looking for a, anyone who's in the London Bridge area can put him up on the sofa because uh, we can't stretch that far. <laughs> Give us a shout. But uh, no, other than that, all good, mate. And uh, looking forward to the Champions League. I think there's lots of goals in this Champions League this week. I think midweek. Every game looks to me like with that that stage where it's going to be goal fest. So for me, that's massive because I'm the unders and Steve's the overs. So for me to say goals are going to be over, that's a big, 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 big plus. Indeed. Yeah. It should be a good round. Uh, hopefully some of those picks come in as well. Make sure you're subscribed to the Bet Rivers Network. Uh, make sure that if you're listening on audio uh, that you leave us a review. Uh, follow the app Because We Win handle as well on socials and we'll be back soon with some more. Uh, keep an eye out for the Europa League show as well coming your way a little bit later on. Cheers. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Extra Time on the Bet Rivers Network.